this is Meredith, the MBH Van Harn, joining you from Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, and this show has everything. Do you feel like chicken tonight? Like chicken tonight? Like chicken tonight? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for answering. Did you know that Justin Timberlake is responsible for ba-da-ba-ba-ba? I'm loving it. Did you know that we owe like half our memorable jingles to Barry Manilow? Well, you will soon. Uh, joining me to talk about our favorite commercial jingles in Stick Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota. She wants to give the world a Diet Coke. It's Anne Lundholm. <laughs> oh, do you remember Hi, that one where they were like roller skating around with the Diet oh, Coke? Yes. yes. Yep. All the yes. pretty people. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're skinny because they drink Diet Coke. God, I want <laughs> Diet Coke to make me be like them. <laughs> it, it'll work someday. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Salad Dressing Room Studios in West Roxbury, <laughs> Massachusetts, he'll have it his way. It's Bobby Pape. Hey, Bobby. I love it when you guys actually write the intros instead of doing what I do, which is just hammer them out. <laughs> I I have tried to just kind of like do it live, and it did not go well. So we gotta I gotta write that. Yeah, shit we gotta down. write it down. Yeah. And obviously, in Middle-Age Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, she wants a hot meal without a big deal. It's Hillary Butler. Oh, my God. I forgot about that one. I will not let you forget about Hot Pocket Jingles. Obviously, today on the show, we're talking about commercial jingles. Um, We have some real doozies for you. Some good ones, some bad ones, some local ones from the 80s and 90s and today. (laughs) <laughs> are you like the, the mix station <laughs> yep i've been listening to a lot of local radio <laughs> on youtube today it's tishy 1033 <laughs> yep. next up bruce hornsby in the range mm-hmm. yep. oh john tesh you've given us so much <laughs> uh honorable mention i almost put round ball rock on here because it is sort of a jingle yeah yeah there's a, song there's a, a very good youtube of him explaining how he came up with that and oh i rewatched it today where he plays <laughs> it on his answering machine on yep. stage wow <laughs> amazing we probably should link that if somebody yeah. remembers to do that it was very good. Um, obviously, today on the show, we're going to have some small talk. We will read your responses to last week's question of the week about your favorite pizza. We've got some Tishi recommends. And of course, we're going to let you know how you can get involved with the show. Um, first up, though, is small talk. Hillary, you want to get us into it? Yes, this is exciting. Um, I wrote, the bathroom is done, man. Do y'all know <laughs> Side what? Side note, I say almost every time anything is done, that's what I say. <laughs> the laundry is done, man. <laughs> I know, and it's like, I think Dave has seen that movie like all of one time, but I reference it so much. It would, you know, it's it's canon in the This Butler is household. the dishes are done, man, from <laughs> yeah, Don't Tell don't Mom. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's yeah. Dead. <laughs> A, um, you know somewhat mildly successful movie from the early 90s after what skeet shot all the dishes or whatever (laughs) some modern classic it is josh charles i'll love you forever um yes my bathroom is done it was like i mean it is it took longer like it was it kind of went in these stages and i talked about it before where it was like in the beginning i just accepted like this is my fate i just have to like have a new routine, deal with this gross bathroom that I don't like and it's small and I had to share it with small people. And then kind of got used to it. And then about 
three weeks ago, I remember getting out of the shower and just looking at Dave and being like, I'm, I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. I hate this. This is terrible. And like the, when, when it was super under construction, it was like, okay, well, whatever. It's so far away. Like I can't even, and they kept us on a timeline. It wasn't like he was making false promises. Like I knew that it was going to take a while. Um, and then it was sort of at this place where it was done ish, except there was no glass on the um, shower. So we could use the toilet, but I kind of was like edging a little bit where it was like, I would use a toilet, but I didn't want to fully move back in until I could like be back in. And that seemed to take longer than I wanted, but we had our final little walkthrough. Um, there were a couple like little small things that I, I always, it's this weird thing. It's like, I'm paying for it. So I want it to be how I want it to be, but I don't want to be like, a bother also. So I'm like, um, there's like this small hole right there. I think it needs to be patched up. Like, it's no big deal. It's not like I have to couch it with like, it's no big deal. It just is like, you know, I, but I did pay a bigger amount of money. The eternal dilemma people. of the people pleaser. <laughs> yeah. no. Do I want to be too picky or do I want to live with a thing that I hate forever? Yes. And be like pissed every time I'm looking at mm-hmm. it. Like I paid how much for there to be a, Anyway, everything is repaired. Everything is done. I got them to take the anti-scalding off of the um, shower head. So now I get very hot showers. And Safety be damned. I yep. don't care. Please. My kids aren't babies anymore. Like, they, they sink or swim, kids. Like, let's go. If you get <laughs> so burned, it's on you. Every day I drive past work, I drive to work, and there's a, there's a sign on a tree that says, drive like your kids live here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every day I look at it and say, I would teach my kids not to run in the street. Yes, exactly. Well, like, good luck. Have you ever met yeah. kids? They yeah, kids. Yeah, that's why I don't have any. <laughs> um, anyway, but it is done and it is fabulous. I take um, really long showers, and this sounds like I'm stoned, and I promise I'm not. But like, because <laughs> of the like the the tile in the shower um, is like kind of shimmery a little bit. It's hard to explain, but like I'll post a picture, I guess. of on the Facebook group. Um, but it's like a little bit iridescent. And so when the water comes out of the shower head, it like, and I'm facing, if I like am facing the shower head, it looks like it sparkles. And I'm like, this shower is magical. <laughs> and I promise you I'm not high. I just really like the shower. Um, anyway, so yay. I made it through. I think I cried once, but it was like not super, inre- it wasn't directly because of the construction or the, chaos it was more like that was affecting me in other way like I was mad about I was like too mad about something else or too frustrated about something else and that it all kind of builds up yes exactly so anyway I got through it um and um my hair looks great I'm really clean and I can like basically (laughs) I really can like lay down in my shower like I could lay down like I'm so jealous I know I know me too (sighs) anyway Um, I think you need to do it what we used to do freshman year of college, which Beer is shower? to bring a camp chair in there. Oh, you know, you totally could. Yeah. I was uh, actually. That's why she got the bench put in. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's from no, their elderly the lives. She's elderly, <laughs> not hungover. No, I know. And I'm like, I could like bring, because it's big enough where I could put like a glass of wine or something on, you know, another, like the other bench that I could like sit over there. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. It wouldn't get full of water. (laughs) No, no, it's great. I did try to put both shower hats on and you can like be in the middle, but it felt a little bit excessive. It felt a a little weird. So Bobby, is the shower chair because you're so hungover, you can't stand up? Like what's... Well, I mean... I don't understand. Or or still drunk. Yeah, it's just sort of (laughs) sit there and let the water do what it needs to do. 
uh, hammer into your skull? Yeah, I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying it is what it is. <laughs> it is what yeah. it is. I feel like if I needed that on a regular basis, I would just like eliminate alcohol from my life. Like, yeah. That seems crazy to me. Again, <laughs> freshman year of college. Yeah, True. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's my big news from from Austin, Texas. Wow. Yeah, so what I want to know then is, we don't have to get into details, but generally yes. speaking, were you within budget? Oh, I mean, I set the budget. I mean, he sent me the budget, and we maybe went like $100 over, but oh, I was like, good. That's no, it was not bad. Like, and the budget was not, it was like, it, he I, this guy was... I will give him credit. I, he was very, um, he said to me in the very beginning, you're going to be mad at me at some points because it's, you think it's taking too long, but I'm just trying to make sure it's like all good. And so with that like expectation in my head, it really like helped me with that. And he sent the budget and everything we did fit within that budget. Like he didn't, he wasn't like, Oh, we need to go over on this or, I mean, we were very lucky. Um, with the thing I was the most nervous about, which was, it was sort of, you know, in the very beginning was set aside was that there was going to be some major like mold situation going on. I just was like, there's something going on. There's some like, there must be this old shower was so crappy. Like there must be something going on. And they did have to replace a couple of two by fours, but it wasn't anything like, Oh, there needs to be mold remediation or something, you know, terrible like that. So it, it was within budget. Again, it was a healthy budget and I knew it was going to be so like, that's okay. But, um, but it was within budget and, I, I don't want to, I'm now toying, like now it's like, that's the nicest room in the house. So part of me is like, <laughs> let's do other stuff. And then, but the other part of me is like, really like my, my butthole is clenching and I'm like ready to not spend any more money. Oh, just like, recover from this for a little bit. Enjoy yes. having no people in your house. Enjoy yes. having a nice bathroom. Yes. And then, you know, think about the next release one. that that tension is a long hot shower yeah it's true <laughs> yeah. i mean i'm just thinking that i don't believe i've ever seen a renovation show where chip or joanna oh. doesn't have to get on the phone with the homeowner and be like well we found this thing and it's gonna add to the budget so the well done budgety thing that like I, the only thing that was like um he he didn't tell me about previously, but it was ended up being okay. Was that one night we had to stay in a hotel because of however they like sealed everything up. And he was like, "This is the best sealant, but it like stinks." And it really, our house did smell for like quite a bit. But he was like, "The first night you really, you maybe could sleep in one of the kids' rooms, but even that would be kind of bad." And so we did have to stay at the shitty Hampton Inn hotel. Um, but I had points, so it was like, I mean, I guess I pre-spent that, like that fun, money. A fun adventure, actually. Yeah, it's also it not good. a shitty Hampton Inn. It's a perfectly serviceable Hampton <laughs> it's Inn. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> With four people and a dog in there, it was kind of well, yeah, shitty. But that, but that's your own fault to get a new one who had kids. I know. I, I know. I know. I the know. kids are your fault, Hillary. I know. It's true. I'm going to tell them. You didn't time. have points, enough points for an adjoining room. So. Yeah. No, it's true. It's yeah. true. I know Dave did ask me, so that this is um, when we go to Boston for Christmas, the day we fly out, our flights, it's not crazy early. It's at like nine or something. But Dave was like, let's just, let's just stay at the hotel, whatever hotel we've stayed at before, like the... I don't know, Mar- Marriott or Hilton, Logan Airport. He's like, let's yes. just stay there. It's just easier. Logan. Yeah. yeah, he's like, it's just easier. And he was like, do you want to get an adjoining room? And I'm like, I mean, yes, I do. But I'm also way too cheap to do that. We, I was like, it's fine. We can all just like bunk together. It's not a big deal. But I'm getting to that point. Give me a couple more years and I'll be like, they get their own room. I cannot Happy be with holidays. them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
Um, okay, Meredith, from my good house news, knock on wood, to your kind of not great house news. Kind of not great house news. We, um, as discussed last week, we make pizza almost every Friday, and we were making our Detroit-style pizza last week, and that requires an oven temp of about 500. And I don't know what changed. My oven is four years old. I bought it when I bought this house. And we, you know, preheat the oven. I asked Gregory to turn it on. I was, I think I was at yoga and I was like, but before I left, I was like, turn the oven on to 500. And when I got home a half an hour later, it was still not heated up. And I was like, well, it's pretty close. So I, I put the pizza in and it never got to 500. And then I made something a couple days later and it was a much lower temperature and it took forever to get up to temp. And I was like, all right, something is wrong. So I went, it's a Samsung oven. I went to their website and it was like, okay, if it doesn't get to 350 within 20 minutes, then you need service. And I, so I timed it from a cold oven to 350. It took 28 and a half minutes. (laughs) I was like, okay. Something is wrong, so I w- it's out of warranty, so I had to just call some random appliance repair company. They came today. The igniter was broken. It was $325 Oof. to fix it. Uh. And I was like, you know what? This is the oven where I got the full check from Samsung because the <laughs> clock was broken. You know, like... I, I'm already $0 on this oven. If I need to replace it, I'll just replace it. I don't want to, but I will. And so I was like prepared for this being a disaster. It wasn't that bad, I guess. I was like, I guess if it's, you know, less than $500, I'll just do it. So replace rather than, or, you know, fix rather than replace in this situation. And it was fine. So it's, it's fixed now. The igniter is replaced um the repair guy had a great time hanging out with little man because little man (laughs) crawled into the oven when he had taken the door off and took the bottom out to replace the pieces and then when he came back from his truck it scared little man and little man went running and he couldn't get any purchase on the tiles so he was skidding around in the kitchen (laughs) i heard this from upstairs because i was working and (laughs) the guy was like i just missed out on ten thousand dollars from america's funniest home videos for not recording that (laughs) it's like that cat made my day so that was kind of a highlight of the day but today it got fixed and it's fine and it heats up within a couple of minutes good (laughs) much better yes um but on the bad side of things now i have a car money pit uh situation my car's paid off i you know i bought it in 2017 it's a 2018 and it's at its 60,000 mile thing which is like pretty good for a five plus year old car yeah 60,000 miles not bad so it was time to dump some money into it. I needed to have the regular scheduled service. So I brought it to the Subaru dealership and it was just like, you need this, 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 this. Okay, fine. That's $1,300. Okay, Ugh. fine. Ugh. And then they called me afterwards and they were like, or during, and they were like, well, you need this, this, and this. So it ended up being about $2,300. Oh, Yikes. God. I know. You're like, wait, I what? I was no. like, okay. Okay. I also need new tires. So that oh. does not include new tires. So I did that. And then I had to, I'm, I'm, 
I bought new tires at Costco because I was like, they're slightly cheaper and they're kind of yes. on sale. Yeah. So yeah. next week will be new tires. I have a nail in one of my tires. Ugh. So I kind of don't have a choice. And these are original tires to the car. So they have lasted Actually, a they've long lasted time. for a long time. They really did. Yeah. So I just had to get new tires and man, yeah, it sucks. sucks. It's, expensive. it's so expensive. Um, but, you know. These these did last me a long time. I have not spent a lot of money on this car as far as maintenance goes. So it's okay. It just kind of stings, and I'm not thrilled about it. No. That plus the oven makes me angry at life. So well, that's yeah. nice. If it's something that you weren't prepared mentally for, it, you know, it's one of those things when you go and you're like, I'd like an oil change, please, and you come out with a $2,300 bill. It's just unfortunate. It's a little painful, but... So since we had that car accident a couple weeks ago, right, we're down to one car. Sure. Um, and we're kind of thinking we're going to try to be a one car household for a while. Gregory's got motorcycles, so he can get to work. Um, I don't need to drive most of the time, but every once in a while I need to run an errand or whatever during the day. So he doesn't want to take my car. Um, although I think he probably will once it gets really snowy. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But... Since I took my car to the dealership, they had a loaner car for me, and I mentioned during the process, like, I was really simpatico with the the lady who was checking me in, and I was like, I think when we come back, we're going to look at the electric Subarus, because Subaru has an electric vehicle called the Solterra, and she was like, oh, I might have a Solterra for you to rent, or for you to just take while your car's in the shop, and so I got to drive the Solterra for a day, Ooh. And I was like, girl, you probably just sold us a Solterra. Like, good job. <laughs> um, Who does the commission it, go to on that one? Yeah, like, yeah. you deserve the commission here. Um, Seriously. Because she went out of her way to find us the Solterra. Um, and it was like driving my car, but with, like, a gigantic screen and... Um, you know, we already have a charger in our garage. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. he, he, had a le- he had a Leaf, right? Or well, a... no, he had a Chevy Volt, which is a plug-in right, right, right. hybrid, yeah. but he yeah. also has a, an electric motorcycle, which uses the same kind of charger. Because that's always the thing I when I think about getting an electric car. I'm like, God, you really... I mean, there's there's chargers at, like, my office, but... Um, in the parking garage, but to build in something, I'm like, oh, that's yeah, you bright. really kind of want one in your garage. Yeah. Um, yeah. cause charging it overnight, especially if it's not a fast charger, you want to charge it kind of overnight cause it takes a while. Yeah. Um, and the, the Solterra has a really, I, this is not sponsored. It should be, <laughs> but like it has Come a pretty, Subaru. yeah, it has a pretty significant range. Uh, you know, the electric range on the Volt was, was shorter. It was like somewhere between 50 and a hundred, miles but on the solterra it's over 200 but it takes a while to charge so charging it overnight we don't have a fast charger we just have a regular one in the garage we'll get a fast charger someday but um you know it it was nice to be able to return it with some charge um so it was actually a really lovely car to drive it's like spookily quiet because it doesn't have any engine yep. noise. Yeah. So driving that was like, oh God, I can hear like everything going on around me, which is maybe <laughs> not always great in Detroit. But it was fun. And I would, I don't know, when I'm ready for like a full EV, I think that would be the one that I would buy. Does it make the spaceship noise? When it starts when up? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Yep. The RAV4 Hybrid is great. Uh, if I didn't have range anxiety, we would have probably tried to go full electric sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think now that we're in the same city again, maybe the next car. Yeah, range anxiety is real. When you're driving, you know, at 90, is that what you were driving from Albany to Boston? Yeah. Like, back and forth. I mean, I you don't, like, that's that's not an appropriate car, I don't think, for that. But city driving, for sure. Yeah, like, right. I never, I we go to my mom's house, which is about 200 miles. It's less than 200 miles. So we'd have to plug it in at her house and hope that it, tri- like, I just don't know if that would be a super viable option. But like, for what I do most of the time, absolutely. Like, yeah, we, we usually, right. when Gregory's car existed, RIP, we would take that <laughs> when we were driving around town, and we would take mine on road trips. Um, you could always rent a car three times a year. Yeah, when you need to go. Yeah, my office is seven and a half miles from our apartment. Like, there's very little reason why I need major range. Even if I'm running errands all day, it's probably, you know, 50 miles. Yeah, a 200-mile range is is excellent. Like, that's more than a lot of people need for day-to-day driving. You can get that back when you charge it overnight, just plugged into a wall outlet on the outside of your house. 200 miles is basically half a tank of gas in the RAV4 hybrid. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I am bummed that the hybrid is dead. He, like, it was fun to see how long we could make a tank of gas last in that car. And, like, I, he got up to, like, over a 1,000 miles on one tank of gas <laughs> at Whoa. some point. Yeah, because, it like, if you're just doing electric, you know, if you're just driving yeah. here and there and then back home, it's always plugged in. So you're almost yeah. never using gas. So Sadly, with the RAV4 hybrid, you can push it into EV mode, but it, it kicks out of it over, like, 35 miles an hour. Oh, really? So if you're just like if you're just like humming around the neighborhood, you can you can drive it like an electric car, but it doesn't last. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The the Volt would go electric until it ran out of electricity, and then it would switch to gas. Sure. Well, you've just joined Car Talk. Yep. <laughs> car talk. Guys, did I tell you I have a tape deck in my 2002 Rav4? <laughs> so cool, sweet. Living on the edge of possibility here, <laughs> retro. Your Rav4 is old enough to drink. It is. <laughs> um, okay, and this is Bobby. I'm assuming there is a. It, this sounds like a movie, uh, San Francisco Redemption. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's not a secret that uh, we did not enjoy our trip to San Francisco a few years ago. And so we didn't talk about it last week because we had a mission to get to. Salad dressing. Yeah, exactly. We only had time for a salad dressing tangent. Salad, salad. Salad. Um, So I just thought I would report back um, on our trip to San Francisco. So Sam went to a bunch of boring meetings. I don't know. I assume they were boring. I wasn't there. Uh, I went to Alcatraz, which was cool and worth it. Yeah. Um, the, the audio tour actually is great. Um, I went to Mere Woods and drove over the Golden Gate Bridge, and that yep. was yep. like nice. awesome. Yep. And yeah, it's very cool. Like nearly, nearly spiritual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it really is. I remember the first time I went to the Mere Woods, I was with my parents, and my dad could not find parking, and he was like screaming at tourists all around, like, "God damn it!" Why did it? you know and i'm like i don't even want to go this is so this is a nightmare and then we finally found parking and it was totally worth it like it was totally totally worth it incredible yeah yeah 
even though I thought I was going to drive off a ledge. Well, yeah, the drive there is a nightmare. <laughs> up and down. Was, yeah. I was like, maybe I should have taken the shuttle, but it worked out really well. Uh, I had soup dumplings that were great because <laughs> our hotel was in Chinatown. Um, what else did I do? I just drove around a bunch, went to the ocean. Uh, you went, went to, to the Embarcadero, right? Yeah. Um, and I got a burrito and a bunch yes. of other things and <laughs> like uh i i just i i sort of just went full tourism mode and yeah. it, it paid off went to the fortune cookie factory cool uh, um which was were also you, two blocks were you able to um actually like take a vacation like you were saying like i actually am going to take some time off like were you able to relax yeah mostly i really i didn't work um i kept an eye on my email but nothing major um uh, the artistic director who I now work with sort of my arts half of our company. Um, he's going to Costa Rica next week, going for like 10 days with this family. And I asked him, I was like, is this a, you want me to keep you posted? You're communicating kind of trip. Or is this a see in 10 days trip? And he said, Oh, I'm not taking my laptop. Oh, good. It it was like, I'll have my phone if you have to email me. And I was like, I'm going to try not to like, I'm going to respect that. So I will also very quiet week next week now because Technically, we're closed all week next week, but you know me, I'm not going to. Oh, yeah, it's Thanksgiving. But, I forgot. I was like, yeah. why? Closed. <laughs> well, right. And that's that I, my first week. We were sitting down for a little staff meeting. There's three of us. And they were just like, so we're going to close the week of Thanksgiving. And I was like, it's a big fundraising week, but sure, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Take it while so, you can. So, okay. yeah, I did. I, I think uh, people may have caught on that. Uh, I'm much happier the last month and a half or so. Yes. Yes. Obviously, yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, San, San Francisco still had its downsides. Renting a car was definitely the way to go. Um, yep. I paid like a hundred bucks for a spot in a sketchy garage a couple blocks from the hotel. And so I could just go out anytime. Um, and just, you know, it, it's a really hard city to walk around. I did do the math at one point. I was going to walk to something. Oh, I went to that um, Sun and Garden Yes. restaurant which yes. was amazing and i was i was going to walk there because it was like oh it's a mile and a half but yeah I'll burn a, a few san calories. francisco mile and a half it, it was yeah, straight uphill, uphill yep. from yes. the hotel i'm oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah i'm so mean i made bridget do it i was like we're walking we're wa- no you have to walk and she was like i'm tired and i was like i don't care keep walking you know last time i was there i used the bus a lot and i actually really liked it you couldn't use the bus pretty easily yeah. i mean yep. it take there's a little bit of a you know learners but but it's it's a good bus system yeah it is so uh yeah i now am medium to warm on san francisco (laughs) i don't know that i would like rush to go back because i kind of also feel like i did yeah you've been there now all the things i wanted to do but uh yeah that's it i just wanted to say you know i i i'm uh i'm trying to think of where i need to go next to fix bad experiences Binghamton, New York. That that uh, hot tourism. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah, not rushing back to Binghamton, New York anytime soon. Uh, and I'll think about it some more, but um, it was good. And uh, this is going to sound crazy for me, but there's no travel on my horizon right now. I think Whoa. Uh, Tucson in January for work, maybe. Um, but that's about it. So we're, we're planning on staying pretty put for the holidays. I'm going to Tucson in April. I've never been. Tucson's good. I like oh, Tucson. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Tucson, my grandma wanted me to. <laughs> grandma wanted me to go to the University <laughs> of Tucson for grad school, 
And I was like, no, Grandma, no. <laughs> what would I? No. Why? Oh, because they always wintered in Tucson. Oh, okay. Oh, it was yes. in Green it was Valley, selfish. which okay. outside yeah. of Tucson. Yeah. yeah. Annie, come here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when we went, it was still mid-COVID mode. And yeah. uh, the University of Arizona, the the kids, the undergrad population there, it's, you know, you didn't know COVID was a thing. Looking at the throngs <laughs> of kids out partying yeah, on course. the streets. Of course. Yeah. The first people I knew to get COVID in my life were, um, you know, in, in their teens and 20s. <laughs> I'm shocked. Shocked. Yeah. Sure. Um, Talk to me about Scottsdale. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here it is. Yeah. No. Okay. Let's move on to the mailbag um, and talking like about. The title of a memoir could be Talk to Me About Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> Subtitled Don't. 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 Um, okay, we're gonna do the Facebook answers of last week's question of the week. What's your perfect pizza? Um, I listened and was laughing. Well, I, I think I have more salad dressing feelings than I do pizza feelings. <laughs> I mean, because I really do kind of think like most pizzas, I'm I'm good with. I don't. Well, I canonically do not like peppers. Like. I, and especially like green peppers just taste like metal to me. Like that just tastes like metal. Agreed. Like it doesn't taste good to They're me bitter. at all. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't like them at all. I don't, I don't really like, I agree that it like looks pretty, but anytime anybody orders a Supreme, I'm like, I'm not going to, again, I'm a people pleaser. I'm not going to say no, if that's the consensus, but I'm going to be like silently, like, it's not really what I wanted. Um, I do like, um, pepperoni and mushroom is probably my ideal topping, but, um, I think I've talked about this before. There's a Grimaldi's in my parents' neighborhood, like the New York. I mean, I think that's a chain now, but like, obviously. Um, but they have an anchovy. My, my mom and I order anchovy mushroom um, and uh, pepperoni. And it is, um, I I have tried to eat canned fish and it is a little bit like too fishy, fishy. You know, it's a little bit too like, I am seeing the shape of their little bodies and I'm not interested in that. Like, yeah. it's just a little mm-hmm. bit too... Um, fishy but um on this particular pizza it's like so baked in that it honestly is just salt it just tastes like salt and it's delicious but like i think if it was super prominent like this is you're eating fish right now i probably wouldn't love it but on this particular one it is very delicious well that's my take um i had had no idea there were so many grimaldi's yeah yeah and it's in a random like it's in a kind of Meredith, it's near North Park. It's on the other side of 75. And it's a random shopping center. It's like a new shopping center, but it's a, there's like an old Navy right next door to it. It's very strange. But um, anyway, it's delish. All right. But for the actual um, people who listen to the show, besides me, um, Kalina says the Costco cheese pizza. It's like if cartoon pizza is made real and I'm here for it. Perfect, perfect ratio of salty cheese to sweet tomato sauce. It's pretty good. I like it. Um, the HEB pizza is also really good. The only problem is sometimes when you're baking it, um, it's really hard. You, you know, you're supposed to put it like right on the, um, on the, in the oven, like not on a tray. And sometimes I find that it's really hard to get out of the oven. Like I'm like, how do I do this? Like I don't have a surface big enough to put it on. And then you don't, it's for pizza a, stone. You don't I own a pizza peel. I, I don't own a pizza peel. I do not know. And I get a peel and a stone or a steel. I have a pizza steel in my oven. 
No, thank you. I, I'm not leaving something in my oven all the time. <laughs> I know. Who am I kidding? It is very heavy. I know. <laughs> well, it helps retain the heat, so I bake a lot of things on the steel, actually. Hmm. I mean, I have a cookie sheet that's like, doesn't you know, it's like a doesn't have any edges or anything. It's just sort of like a flat kind of deal. So I'll usually use that. And I'm like, how do I do this? But yeah, that's that's about as far as I go as far as making pizzas at my house. I don't I I was impressed with you guys. I don't I don't really do that very much. Um, okay, Lane says wood fired Neapolitan pizza reigns supreme when I want a really nice pizza to enjoy at a restaurant. The pizza, but the pizza that has a chokehold on me for nostalgia reasons because it was the local but semi fancy pizza we'd get for special occasions back in the early to mid two thousands at college is Glass Nickel Pizza in Madison, Wisconsin. The Fetalicious is a perfect classic, but the Chicken Cordon Bleu pizza was the indulgent choice that's pretty much the antithesis of what I would get for a delivery pizza as a proper adult if I wasn't from there. The seasonal specials are always interesting, and I generally miss living it miss it living in California where I find myself mostly getting Indian pizza. Paneer tikka masala is my favorite. Mm. Yeah. I don't hate the idea of Indian pizza. No, mm. not at all. I, I will uh, I will say, like I'm sure it's great, but uh chicken cordon bleu pizza goes on my strike list along with like hamburger pizza and taco yes. pizza and stuff. It's, yes. it's yes. another dish that yes. we're making into a pizza. Yes. We don't need no. to do that. Yeah. I agree. Um, Although it does sound good. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, I mean, it sounds delicious. Um, yeah. Uh, Jessica says, this is controversial for me, at least, or at least in my family, it is controversial. Jessica, I love pineapple with pepperoni, salty and sweet. It's not for me. It's not Get, for out. Me. Br- Get out. Get out, Hillary. Get out. <laughs> Bridget Butler loves pepperoni pizza, or I mean, pineapple pizza. And I'm like... I think it has its place, but just not for me, yeah, but like, that's fine. I mean, I admire the fact that I like, sometimes I'm like, are your taste buds just more like complex than mine? Because I'm like, no, give me salt. That's all I want. Although I do like Meredith. There's that, there's a Detroit pizza that's here. Be a three, one, three. And it's really good. And there's like a kind of big ish one with prosciutto. That is my favorite. So I do like some sweet. I well, just and like, like a lot of times Detroit pizza will put honey on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like the the salty sweet combo is something I have to be in the mood for. I don't yes. always do that, but sometimes yeah. it's sometimes it does really hit the spot. Totally. I just don't like pineapple. I, I don't know. Um sorry guys. You're um, <laughs> Anne says, PS, nobody out pizzas the hut. I mean, this is apropos of <laughs> you know, what our does conversation. That mean? <laughs> I, I As know. a slogan, it's nonsense. <laughs> It really is. I mean, it's like when I wrote a paper about comparing La Femme Nikita and what was the American and I did something like that where I like tried to take like, like, uh, whatever, like I was oh, trying yeah, to be the clever. One with, um, Bridget Fonda was the American yeah, one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I tried to make the title of my essay like really clever. And it was kind of a la nobody out pizzas the hut. Like, <laughs> Avoiding the Noid like, by Hillary Butler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I College me is so pretentious. Okay. Um, Julie says, Philadelphia style or New York style cheese pizza. Wait, but what is Philadelphia style? Is that New York style? Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you open just... the box and it throws a battery in. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, I guess. Is that like yeah. a big floppy slice that you get from <laughs> places in New York? It's got cheese was on it. <laughs> Ew. Ew, gross. 
Uh, I'm Googling gross. it. Um, yeah. Okay, I figured it out. Um, okay. Amanda says Pagliacci's Brooklyn Bridge is a favorite. Yum. I, I can't tell. It. I can't not tell what Philadelphia style pizza is. There's a picture of like something that looks like New York, something that looks like Detroit, something that looks like something you get from Pizza Hut. So somebody write in and tell us what that means. Tell us what it is. <laughs> um, Julia needs the... to clarify this for us. <laughs> I know. The Pagliacci Brooklyn Bridge here. I'm trying to find it. Uh, I mean, it's the name sounds good. Yeah. Right. It's just like, you know, the origins of Grimaldi's, except for the one that's now apparently in the UAE. I'm <laughs> still mad about the pronunciation of that word. Ugh. My ex-mother-in-law's maiden name was, it's Payachi. Oh, really? Yes, that's how you say it. But everyone well, maybe says that's Pagliacci. How you say it. And I'm like, Pagliacci. Well, but I mean, it, every it American sense, says it, but... Pagliacci, but uh, whatever. Yeah. The Brooklyn Bridge is pepperoni, sausage, mushrooms, olives, green peppers, onions, and mozzarella over our seasoned tomato sauce. So, all right. It's, okay. it does, that sounds like a very Brooklyn-y pizza. I can see yeah. that. Um. Okay, Linda says, really any pizza is good, except with the anchovies. Linda, <laughs> I beg to differ. Those are some fighting words. <laughs> um, but then right below, Ray, my hero, says, thin crust, spinach, feta, anchovies. Oh, right. that's good. Mm-hmm. Polarizing issue. That does sound really good. I was thinking also, I remember in the 90s, remember when like, eating fat was, you know, really bad or whatever. Right. Like that was the oh, diet. Yeah. I remember being at summer parties where people would order pizza without cheese on it. Yep. Like, I mean, that's rude. Yeah. I mean, I've had vegan. That's, I think I mentioned this. I've had pizza with vegans and they just get it without cheese. And it's like, well, this is a joyless, <laughs> miserable yes. experience. Thanks. Well, it, it was a straight up Weight Watchers tip. When you got yep. your pizza, you were supposed to pat it with the paper I, towel oh, or a napkin. Yep. To remove I, all oh. that extra fat. Yeah, I remember watching girls do that and being like, "Are we supposed to do that?" And I like kind of half-heartedly would do it, and then I'd just be like, "I, I'm not." I remember I reading about that in like Cosmo or whatever, and it was like, "It'll save you like 11 percent on calories or whatever." I was like, "Oh, oh my!" Okay. I also have a memory. Speaking of salad dressing, I have a memory of being like at whatever you know, some place with a salad bar and everybody's getting their little salads. This must have been in seventh or eighth grade where people are starting to get really concerned with weight and, you know, basically being anorexic. And I would like put my ranch dressing in and I would try to do it like where I didn't put that much in the salad. And then I would like, <laughs> I remember like pretending like, oops, I accidentally <laughs> poured too much. like And like <laughs> saying that out loud and being like, I didn't mean to put that much in there. Well, can't do anything about it now. <laughs> Oh, we used God. to get it's like Fridays was pizza day at school and we would get personal pan pizzas from Pizza Hut delivered to the school somehow. I don't know how that worked, but a lot of my friends would just like drown their pizzas in ranch dressing. <laughs> oh, God. Like full wow. on like it's swimming in ranch. And that was never a flavor combination that did it for me. I didn't ever love that. I would just want to eat my pizza. But no one was ever pretending that they <laughs> didn't love it. <laughs> I could definitely get on board with the dipping the crust. Yeah. 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 In your yeah. ranches or something. But it just seemed a little strange to just slop it on top of the pepperoni. <laughs> yes. Oh, it would uh, just be like swimming in it. Yeah. The um, the only, and I totally agree with you, R.A.P. Mike, but I don't really love Papa John's. But for whatever reason in college, that was the very easily accessible delivery pizza. It wasn't Domino's. It was 
it was Papa John's and I didn't love it, but I did like that. They give you like a, like a butter dipping sauce for for your, um, (laughs) Oh yeah. For your crust. That was, that was a good little add on, Mm -hmm. but yeah, otherwise, I don't know. I'd take Domino's over Mm. Papa John's. I should mention that we drive by the Domino's headquarters a lot and they have like a petting zoo. Why? I don't know. They have a, if you want to touch a cow that you're going to eat later, I don't know. Pick your pepperoni, (laughs) pick your sausage. Yeah. They have like a beautiful, um, campus and then this like amazing petting zoo where kids can go. It's like way better than it should be for what it is. (laughs) It's weird. Well, that's I cool. Think the I only pizza place we had in college was Little Caesars, which is unfortunate. Pizza, pizza. Yeah. But it was actually on campus or on the corner of campus. Oh, and yeah. So you could go over there and get it. And any other pizza company was not going to deliver there because their pizza guys would get robbed. So I wonder why Detroit, ha- like, we have the Domino's headquarters. We have Little Caesars. Like, our arena is called Little Caesars Arena. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, it's a pizza like, town. Should I don't know why. Big Caesars Arena. Come on. <laughs> I know it should be. Uh, well, thanks, y'all. I like, I like thinking about pizza. I remember one time looking at a piece of pizza and being like, I think I could eat pizza every single day and not be like sad about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that as long as you could, like, if I had to order just one, like pepperoni well, only every single day for the rest of my life, I'd make a good shot at it. Yeah. I think I could and eat you pepperoni would of, pizza for a while. You would die of gout. I would probably not feel good, uh, like, right. but I would enjoy but if, it. if you could just rotate your, like California Pizza Kitchen had that one where there was like a salad on top of the pizza. They yes. put the right. and stuff yeah. on there. You could make an approximation Get of health. Get a prosciutto and arugula. It's got some yeah. green. Yeah. God, yeah. Remember when CPK was like... Everywhere. I thought it was so like, well, exotic. and I thought it was the height of sophistication. I was like, <laughs> a pizza kitchen from California? Like, what are you even talking about? And I had a bunch of friends that worked there, and it was like, they had to give a little spiel about, like, they were servers, and they had to give a spiel about, like, the Kendall Jackson wine that you should pair with your pizza. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. This wine uh, cost us $4, and we're going to charge you 5 <laughs> For a glass. Uh, All right. Enough pizza. Anne, do you want to take us into medium talk? I know. And and this kind of um, springs forth from the pizza, like like Athena, full grown from the head of Zeus. (laughs) Yes. After last week's episode, um, Hillary posted a a 12 second audio clip (laughs) in our chat. Would you like to recreate it? I'm sure. Okay. So. While listening, I was really inspired because um, y'all were talking about like pizza bagels and like, you know, I don't really know what's going on with that, whatever. And I think that I sing this song to my, like I, I sang it to Rory and he was like, yeah, I've heard you sing that. I don't know if he's ever had a pizza bagel, but, and I don't know if he's ever seen the ad, but he's heard me sing pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. If pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. So, yes. Beautiful. <laughs> I was ready to play it off my phone. Into my oh, no, no. I'll no recreate need. it. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. We don't need a recording. <laughs> but um, that got us thinking about commercial jingles. Now, we don't want to step on the toes of other venerable commercial podcasts. No. Such as no. After These Messages. So we're really just talking about the actual song involved 
with right. with the commercial, not the rest of the content of it. Um, and so we're just going to talk about those little earworms that um, continue to live on into our brains today, some of which we haven't seen in 30 years. I don't know. But um, like vampires of our ears, <laughs> they remain undead. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about commercial jingles. I think we want to start off a little bit. Like, what what are we talking about here? What makes a good jingle? And I and I do think there is a little bit different of a difference. We didn't talk about it, and we've got some of each on this list. There's a little bit of a difference between like a tagline and a full song, yes, song. right? right. Yes. Jingle, right? And yes. When I think of jingle, I think more of the song and less of the by Menon kind of deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, like that's three quarters of a second. <laughs> it's, yes. Like there's nothing to dig into there. I like that song. <laughs> that song, <laughs> that two note song. Hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> so like when I was coming up with mine, I was thinking a little bit more of the stuff that had like, were that le- was like 30 words. seconds, 50, <laughs> yeah, 15 okay, to 30 fine. seconds kind of thing. But um, but what is it that makes us remember these things? Is it just repetition? Is it just that you saw them on Saturday morning cartoons? I was thinking in the shower today, yeah. like, do we still have like Saturday morning cartoons? No, well, the, has the advent all, of cable just changed yeah. all that? Mm. It's YouTube, Netflix. I mean, that's what my kids are waking up. I mean, Rory's sometimes waking up and watch, watching like 50s you know, Disney, um, black and white TV shows, but that's his, that's his Davy Crockettness. <laughs> I was but, about to um, say that's him in his, his <laughs> Davy Crockett hat. And yes. Um, but he, but like Bridget is watching YouTube. Like that's yeah, what she wakes up and watches. Yeah. So it's like cartoons on demand is kind of lacks something. I don't know. Maybe it's better. Uh, maybe that's just my nostalgia, but like to have a commercial break every six minutes where they tried yep. to sell you the latest He-Man playset. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that happens anymore. I don't think so. Like my, my kids, I used to let them watch um, old eighties commercials or nineties commercials. And they were like kind of charmed by it because they hadn't really seen them. That's not something that's really a part of their lives unless they're honestly watching. They're at my parents' house or something and they have a full cable situation. You know, they're, they have a line in, but yeah, they don't really see it. And you know, there are ads on YouTube, but you can skip them pretty easily. Um, and there sometimes. aren't on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, but they're largely ignoring. It. Yeah. So I do think that there was something about the just banging it in our heads constantly that you, you can't help but memorize it a little bit or get it stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, but That's I, when it I, is. it's just oh, well, repetition. I, I think it's repetition, but I think it also has to be mine was, it has to be simple, but not subtle at all. So, you know, like you were saying, or like pizza bagels, like why is this song? So like it, but it, they talk about, pizza in the morning it means that you know it's just as like it's really simple it's a little bit repetitive but it's like not subtle at all and I think that that is kind of and that as I'm like looking over the ones um that we've all picked they're all just kind of like kind of cheesy and like weirdly impassioned <laughs> but like <laughs> but um simple yeah there, there's a hookiness to them too I mean 
a key change. Most, most of these have some sort of little riff, some sort of little earwormy, just perfect little something that you could hum and catch pretty quickly. Yeah, but it's like, it's kind of like, um, how do you define or like, how do you predict if something goes viral? Like, how can you predict if something's going to be an earworm or not? There's like a certain magic to it, right? Yeah, that you well, just can't also- quantify. Mm-hmm. There's also billions of commercials that get made and they true. don't stick and true, true. go on, right? So yep. we're getting the triage effect of, of the cream that's risen to the top of these terrible, in some cases, commercials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true. And it's interesting because not all the commercials we have listed here are good commercials. No. Oh, no, no. There no. are some that are Certainly very, not. very bad commercials. Yes. And yes. yet... And yet the jingle lives on. <laughs> and yet she persists. There are some there are some of these commercials that have determined that I will never buy these products. Yes. Right. But the jingle remains. Well, we talked a little bit about who created some of these jingles, right? And it was like Barry Manilow, uh, John Tesh we were talking about with Round Ball Rock, even though it's not on the list technically. Um, even Justin Timberlake, like they're all sort of showmen, like like there's a little theatrical nature to the way they write. Like, I I have a commercial later on in my list here that's basically a sixty second musical, mm. and and so I think Yikes. there's a running theme there with a lot of these that are like, like they're written in that sort of over the top style that makes them stick. And this is not exactly a musicology argument for this, but <laughs> you know, plenty of jingles have come and gone and disappeared. We didn't. Nobody put "See the USA in Your Chevrolet" on this list, even though it was a jingle that was, you know, a mainstay oh for decades. But yeah, but I think of that one as being like so old. I don't actually mm-hmm. remember seeing that. I in my remember, childhood. right? Is, well, is you this, wouldn't. Is this Chevy? But is and it's an actual real song. But like, like a rock. I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is that an sure. actual Pete song? Pete Seeger. <laughs> Maybe I. I don't know. Is that who wrote like a rock? Oh God. <laughs> It's not who sings it in the Chevy commercials. It, it is Bob Seger. Bob Seger, not Bullet Pete Seger. <laughs> Slightly different musicians. Yeah. Guys, just right. get ready. Buckle in. If you don't like me singing, you're going to like not want to listen to the show. Maybe, <laughs> I think we're all probably going to be singing, which is I think we have to, right? Except right. For, Anne. For, the, for the sake of parody and rights and fair use and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> despite, us, despite us rolling out with entire songs at the end of every episode. It's, no it's, one's suing us. No. no. One's yes. No. God, who would need money from us? Good God. <laughs> right. Please. Good luck. 12 cents. <laughs> no, um, I just bought a bathroom. I can't afford this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear how much my car cost? Come on. Uh, so, oh, I, I, as long as we're talking, by the way, I did drop $1,000 on a new washer and dryer this weekend. They're being installed oh. on Monday. So as you're hearing this, listeners, hopefully I'm getting my, I bought the cheapest, I'm probably going to regret this, the cheapest washer and dryer I could from Home Depot. It's a rental. So, yeah. Yeah, basically, right? And so 500 bucks each, and then hopefully in what, how, how long are we going to live here? I forget what the, the under over is set at. Nine months. Under, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. All right, so Hillary got us started off with pizza bagels, which were yes. in, are in fact on your list. So yes. why don't you keep going? All right, so the next one that is this is from my childhood, and I I um I just 
it's obviously very like local to where I grew up. It's the Dallas Times Herald Classifieds ad. They played it so much, and they must have played it like when sports were on or something because that was in our house a lot. My dad or my brother's watching sports, and I still remember the song to the Dallas Times Herald Classifieds. None of those exist anymore. Like nothing exists. Dallas Times Herald hasn't existed for I don't know thirty years at this point. Obviously, Classifieds are not really. A th- are they a thing? Are classified still in the newspaper? Um, Wasn't that how papers actually made all their money was classified? Yes. 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 That's why they went out of business. Yeah. Yeah. I blame Craig and his list. (laughs) Mm -hmm. God damn it, Craig. Um, (laughs) Yeah. God. Um, So I will um, sing it really quickly. It's 7481414. Call the Dallas Times Herald Classifieds with results like you've never seen before. That's it. That's the Dallas Times Herald, and I will always remember it. And I have no need for I it. I love but they local did a good commercials job. that are so local they don't even include an area code. Like they're just no, like know. you know, it's, it's two one three. Obviously, yeah. you're two one four. If you look, I mean, I I will post these maybe, but the Dallas Times Herald, um, the clip that I found at the end of it, it's like it must be on like some. Um, uh, where they like play old reruns. Um, it had an ad for Star Trek at the end, like the original Star Trek at the end. I, it's not live because it's from like the eighties or whatever, oh, but it's like, yeah. So yeah, take a look at it. Um, and then my last one from my childhood is I love what you do for me. Toyota. And then, you know, you're like jumping in the air. My sister used to always like to jump in the air and do the little pose. Um, I, I'm like, a part of me is like, is this why I love Toyota so much? Like it was just like a part of my life and I'm very loyal to them. So good cars. They are good cars. Is that like jumping? You're holding the keys in one hand that's up in the air. Yeah. Yes. And is it a freeze frame at the end? I, I, in my head it is. Yeah, but I feel like too. in the '80s everything was sort of a freeze frame. <laughs> like that was just <laughs> like, <True>. how... <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, we've talked about how I wanted to be in a sitcom where they like I'm doing something funny and then it's like free fr- freeze frame on my face and it says Hillary Livingston Butler. I think Bobby made something. <laughs> I don't some see point, why I we can't I did do that. that. Sounds like something I would do. Yeah, yeah. Hillary, yeah. do you want to be Blossom or do you want to be Six? <sighs> I mean, I want to be boss- Blossom because I want to be. The main character, but in personality, I am a six. Okay. <laughs> I'm not ranking myself, but I'm a six. <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I mean, when I watched the opening of Blossom, like the opening credits of it, and she's like doing cartwheels and shit, I was like, this is what I want my life to be like. Like, this is what I, this is my dream. Mm. But it in never the hat happened. with the flower. Yeah, of course. Uh, welcome to my life. Turn on my <laughs> face at that age. <laughs> I still look like her. Oh, God. All right. Personality uh, and well, face. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Is this is this the twice a year time when we get into our conversation about the Blossom theme song or should we save that? <laughs> Let's save it. Save it's it for anybody's the- guess. Hey, no good reason. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> no depressed. <laughs> That was a good song. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, speaking of Blossom, Meredith, let's move on to your selections. Ugh. All right. <laughs> um, there's a couple. I chose these because they get stuck in my head still to this day. Um, and the first one is the Band-Aid song. 
mm-hmm. uh, which is I am stuck on Band-Aid brand because Band-Aid stuck on me. Do you yep. remember when they added, added the, the word brand. brand in there? Yes. Yes. Because they were losing their, were in danger of losing their copyright. Yeah, because everyone just calls everything a Band-Aid. Yeah. Yep. Which is a, a successful, it, you know, know, that's a sign of a good brand, right? I was like, why wouldn't you w- want to dominate the market that way? And then, you know, I learned about it, whatever. I guess mm-hmm. losing the copyright on the name of your product is a bad thing. Yeah, I suppose. This is one that was written by Barry Manilow. So oh, wow. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thank you for thanks, your service. Bear. Thanks for your service. Um, shall I just go through all of mine? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the other one that, since I have four cats, goes through my head <laughs> all the time is meow, 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 meow. So that's the Meow Mix song. <laughs> and it's about think, as pleasant uh, as I just made it. I think of the, like, Meow Mix, Meow Mix, please deliver. And I think of it, I think, like, mm-hmm. Dr. Evil said it in, like, one, in, like, a Austin Powers. So, like, now I think about it in Dr. Evil's voice. <laughs> oh, that makes it so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen the updated version of this? I don't, it's got to it be like Meow Mix. Pop? I don't know. Well, it's like, it's like a pop idol guy. I had, after I had seen it about 800 times and basically <laughs> waited until I could fast forward it, one day I was like, is that JC Chasse talking about NSYNC? <laughs> and yeah. I don't think it is. I don't I mean, think it is. The best member of NSYNC, by the way. I've always been a JC fan. I know. Fan. I always, yeah. <laughs> he can sing. Yeah. It's funny and, because and it's he wasn't not... a twink. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's not good cat food. Like, you shouldn't be feeding your cat this stuff. <laughs> it's but garbage. They've, but they've cornered the market on... But the song... Yeah. yeah. And the whole thing about the ad is, like, cats ask for it by name. by name. Like, well, <laughs> sort of. Smart. They don't say mix. You, you named it what cats say. That seems yeah. kind of like it's gaming the system a you little reverse bit. reverse engineered it. Yes. Yep. Give me a bag of bark. Yeah, really. <laughs> Um, and then my, my last one is, um, my baloney has a first name, you know, that yes. sort of thing. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. Um, yep. I might. Okay. So when I was a kid, my aunt Kathy married my uncle Fred and my uncle Fred has worked in the meat industry his whole life. And he worked for the Oscar Mayer Corporation or whoever their parent corporation was. And that meant that my Aunt Kathy got to drive the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. What? Yes. And she picked my brother up from school in it one time. And I was so little that it wouldn't, like, she couldn't have picked me up. But I was extremely jealous. You're, like, incandescently jealous. And I'm still jealous. Yeah. I'm still mad at Aunt Kathy for not picking me up in the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. So that was a great song. And I think that hmm. I'm getting confused now because you had Oscar Mayer written on there. And obviously I know my baloney has a first name, but what I was expecting you to sing was, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer Wiener. Wiener. Is that the same? It's different. That's a different song. It's a different song. Jingles, like I've never put that together. Yeah, like, two immortal jingles. 
Was Don Draper at the advertising company? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> well, yeah, I think Oscar Mayer Wiener song is more appropriate. And for some reason, the other one came to mind first. Hmm, well, it's a what's better that song. About? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So we've got a lot of processed meat songs. Catchy <laughs> 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 processed meat songs. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby, do you have a processed meat song you'd like to add well, in this section? Well, it's funny you should mention that because I I did have the Armor Hot Dog song as sort of a B-list second option. Um, the hot dogs kids love to eat. And the reason I had it is because it was sort of the Simpsons where the adults forced Spartan Lisa to sing the Armor Hot Dog song like they used to when they were kids. And then Lisa says, doesn't this family know any songs that aren't commercials? <laughs> and then they sing the Chicken Tonight song. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I think, why I remember the Chicken Tonight song even more than the Chicken Tonight commercials. And Chicken Tonight was on my list, but I took it off because my list is long and I needed to make some cuts. <laughs> For some reason, I thought Chicken Tonight was a local commercial because it was so <laughs> Oh, bad. no, no, no. So bad. No. It's a, it, it was a ragu, ragu product. Like it was oh. a spinoff of yeah, the ragu pasta. Yeah, that's a pasta. national thing. Yeah. So, and apparently I looked it up and Wikipedia says is. So there might still be chicken tonight somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. What is it? Is it just tomato sauce that you put over chicken and There then were cook different it? flavors, but yeah, they were stewing sauces. Oh. Oh, yeah. Trader Joe's sells those now, but just fancier i guess yeah they're not called chicken tonight anymore they're no. called you know simmers i don't know what they'd be called yeah trader joe's simmer sauce so i don't have any other uh cured meats but my first one is a food one and it's campbell's soup because in elementary school middle school middle school the campbell's soup mm-mm, good mm, good that's a campbell's soup sorry mm-mm, good was a vocal warm-up for us <laughs> Wait, what? So. I'm sorry. I'm going to need to hear it. Mm-hmm, Do it good. again. Mm-hmm, good. That's what Campbell's soups are. Mm-hmm, good. <laughs> That's a Every good day. vocal warm up. Yeah. Uh, and then the next one. Are you are you familiar with? Do you remember the toy Mr. Bucket? No. No. Yes. Okay. So Mr. Bucket was a toy in the early 90s. It was a motorized yellow bucket with a face on it and you had different colored balls and the goal was to get the balls into the bucket but it would be spitting them back out and the first person to get all of their colored balls into the bucket wins i never had a mr bucket but the commercial will live in my head forever because the lyrics are horribly inappropriate and it's that's right i'm mr bucket Toss your balls in my top. I missed your bucket. <laughs> oh, Out of my mouth, they will pop. I missed your bucket. Mm-hmm. We're all going to run. I missed your bucket. Buckets of fun. And then on the second verse, it's I missed your bucket. Balls pop out of my mouth. I missed your bucket. A ball is what I'm about. <laughs> do you, speaking of, I'm, I don't need, mean to derail you, but like, do you remember the lyrics to the Juicy Fruit commercial? Because they include the lines, take a sniff, pull it out. The taste is going to move you when you pop it in your mouth. And I wrote that down because I couldn't I had to look up let that Mr. go Bucket, uncommented. Like, but I'm Mr. Bucket, balls pop out of my mouth. Yeah. 
It's just never. Mr. Bucket plus Juicy Fruit. This yeah. feels like the, like, in you know, when you were a little bit older, and they'd be like, did you know they drew a penis in Aladdin or right. whatever? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, But even as a child, I knew something was awkward about <laughs> Mr. Bucket. I didn't know what. Something didn't feel right. I, I do. I think I vaguely remember the Mr. Bucket at, theme as you sing it but in 1992 i was 15 so i wasn't <laughs> yes. really like into the mr bucket genre <laughs> right That's and i'm fair. trying to imagine you being into the mr. <laughs> <laughs> all the misters mr bucket mr potato head <laughs> yeah. yeah uh and then i have a whole bevy of um summer theme park ones and i I only put two here. I actually put the Seabreeze one at the bottom, which is Seabreeze is like the local amusement park. It's the one you go to when you don't have the money or time to get to a better amusement park. Oh, it's I thought you good. meant the like shitty yeah. face toner. No, 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 no. Okay. I thought you meant Seagram's. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Gold in my cooler. No, no, that's that's a different uh, different theme Mike. altogether. <laughs> and not, he was not so a good child at in memory. That one. I have that. If you want an Easter egg, and I can send it over to you. Yes, Synced please. up with Mike singing it. Um, Marine Land is like in a like a like a Sea World type park in Canada, uh, in Ontario, and it was advertised very heavily in like you know New York State, upstate New York. So the theme is there's a place I know in Ontario where the sea lions kiss. So the story goes. It's amazing shows and Friendship Cove. Everyone loves Marine Land. And it goes on for a couple more verses. They kiss? But like, I guess. The <laughs> yes. sea lions kiss. Please. So the story goes. But like Marine Land was like a core part of my childhood commercial experience. Um, and they still run commercials and they still use that theme song for Marine Land. Uh, and then what was the other one? Oh, yeah. Enchanted Forest. This is in the Adirondacks. Um, and it just has a stinger at the end that goes, Enchanted Forest, Water Safari, where the fun never stops. Boom, boom. There's like sound effects at the end. Every kid knows that because every kid wants to go to Enchanted Forest, Water Safari. It sounds awesome. Of course mm-hmm. they did. Well, Why yeah, wouldn't they? It's radical. That's Great Wolf, wolf Lodge, basically. Ugh, God. Uh, yeah, but outdoors. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's all. The Seabreeze one is... Um, it's it's basically just a song about how it's local. <laughs> you can come here. Yeah. Um, so Anne, yeah, yes. tell us about your childhood jingles. Uh, well, the first two I rushed to write down on the sheet, and I I'll uh. just start with. It doesn't matter what comes, fresh goes better in life with Mentos fresh and full of life. Yes. And fresh I, goes better. Mentos freshness. Fresh, fresh, fresh goes better with mentos fresh full of life. Mentos. Dun, dun, dun. The fresh the maker. Fresh maker. In a weird European accent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you remember watching those? I mean, like something's not right here. There's something I don't. I don't know what it is. Like, I watched one off. today <laughs> yes. where the guy. Like he sat down on a bench in yes. his suit, and it had just been painted. <laughs> yep. And he was oh, right. like, "Oh no, I got lines on my suit." So he rolled around <laughs> and suit. made himself a pinstripe, pinstripe suit. suit. That's it the one I insane. always remember. 
Yeah, it looked fully insane, and they don't show him rolling around on the front, but he suddenly has pinstripes on his front, and then he pops more Mentos and is like, I did it. And yeah, then he like has this look of satisfaction, like, yep, crushed it. And the painter guy is like, ha, 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 yes, good job. Yes, it, oh, it, it, is, it is very awkward in the, like, I think... I don't think it's, well, I may be totally wrong, but I never got the impression that these were actually European ads that just play a little weird. No. I think they were created to be awkward in that way. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they had to have been because what else explains it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like <laughs> some Dutch commercials or something and the ad agency was like, good enough. We'll just add some yeah, English just, lyrics. Well, the only yeah. the only thing that seems non-American about it is Mentos, the fresh maker, the 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 way the guy says it. Well, I right? would, I would argue also the way that he thrusts the Mentos at the camera <laughs> is also very European. Okay, <laughs> you probably know this better than I do. So yeah. sure, I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, mean, it, I, know there's, I know there's a lot of options for show picture for this particular episode, but him <laughs> thrusting the Mentos at us. Yeah. <laughs> or, or actually, I just found a, I found a compilation image of him rolling on the bench and then <laughs> looking at his pinstripes and then thrusting the mints. We could just steal this. <laughs> I, I mean, I know there were like half a different different versions of that commercial, but the pinstripe suit one is the one that I yeah. remember. It's classic. Oh, I also think of the heel one, right? Like the lady's walking and she breaks her heel. Oh, yeah. And so she somehow just like breaks the other heel off and become she her shoes become flats, which is not how heels right. work, unfortunately. Right. Like that would be nice, but it's not real. Also, what crappy heels. Like even <laughs> heels you buy from Target don't do that. <laughs> The thing I will say, though, is that, like, I didn't know what a Mentos was before these ads. Like, I never heard or seen them, really, like, out in the wild. And they do work. I still get Mentos on occasion. Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah. I haven't yeah. gotten Mentos in, like, probably 20 um, years. I like you the know mint real- ones and the fruit ones. To- oh, the fruit ones rule. Um, and also, Mentos gum is really good. Because mm-hmm. um, it kind of has that snap. Like, that's what I cut, you know, when you mm-hmm. bite into it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like that stuff. a Mentos is just a slightly larger oval. So, yes. like, it's not M&M size. It's not yeah. even peanut M&M size. It's a little bit bigger and a little bit flatter. And so it just has a very pleasant shape yes. for biting. <laughs> I'll have to revisit Mentos. Yeah, Mentos is a good candy. A good mint it slash is. candy. Yes. Where you're like, I'm not really eating candy. It's like adult candy. You're like, I'm not really eating candy. I'm eating like a mint. Well, when you, eat, when, like you a tasty the cough drop. Ones, when you eat the mint ones, you can get away with it. Like, this is just a really big Tic Tac. But when you eat the fruit <laughs> ones, that's candy. Well, and the problem with me is that I have no, like, stopping ability. So that sleeve is gone in, like, <laughs> like three minutes. Right. I'm mm-hmm. like, let's just get yeah. through these. No, Nobody eats half a sleeve of Mentos. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> And I'm not uh, wasting either a Mentos or a Diet Coke in the Mentos Diet Coke experiment thing. No. No. no Come on. I'm done. That's stupid. <laughs> All right. So that's Mentos. The other one, the moment I thought of it, I was like, oh, my God, yes. A chance to talk about this after all these years. This is wired straight into my brain from Saturday morning cartoons or may- maybe even when I watched the um, Sweet Valley High uh, yes. adaptation or something like it um 
So kiss a little longer. Laugh a little longer. Stay close a little longer. Longer bits big red. And then I don't have to do the rest of it. I almost put that in my intro. It's like we can podcast longer with Big Red. (laughs) Say goodbye a little longer. Make it last a little longer. I mean, it's a full fucking song. It's like a very horny. (laughs) That and like the double mint. Do you remember the double mint like twin commercial? Where everything was like either twins or they just played it twice. I watched it today and I was like, oh, they just like repeated the little scene over again that doesn't count as being twins but uh, the thing about yes. big red is i don't even like cinnamon gum i don't either mm-hmm. yeah but and i don't think it makes your breath taste better like i, I just well taste- there were people just like making out big time in those <laughs> right. commercials i think maybe we go back to the time and this was the 80s right early to mid 80s so many people were smoking you had to have something powerful. You had to do some gum to yep. do kisses. Yeah. <laughs> you got a, a big blast of quote unquote cinnamon because cinnamon flavor does not taste like baking cinnamon at all. Like I can't. No. No. Uh, cinnamon imperial candies. What is this flavor we have? It's spicy. It's zesty. Yes. It's, it's not like cinnamon. hot. Yeah. yeah. No. no. It's red hot it. flavor yeah. is what yeah. it is. Yeah. But. Um, oh my God. Yeah. It's not a. Like, I wanted Hubba Bubba. That's the bubble gum I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Like, the ones that came in the big squares, not the yes. sticks. That, mm-hmm. yeah. That's the one that seemed really indulgent. But the Big Red commercial is just timeless. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And the last one that <laughs> came. I love this one. <laughs> in my head. Uh, <laughs> which is apropos, given our small talk. <laughs> Rice Aroni, yeah. the San Francisco treat. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I did not know anything about what Rice Aroni was. I don't believe my mother ever made Rice Aroni. No. Because mm-hmm. that would not fall into her, like, no processed foods thing. But no. it seemed so cool. And they always showed, like, the trolley going down the hill and the sun and the little ding, ding. ding. And it was yep. just so fucking catchy. It was, I, I, there's this movie and I might, y'all, I'm, y'all might not have seen it because it wasn't like a big, it was called Flight of the Navigator. Oh, I love that movie. Please, you think we're going to this. Please, Hillary. And there's a part where they're flying around and they I'm go the over San Francisco. <laughs> where they go, yes. And they go over the San Francisco and the little computer sings the rice-a-roni um, jingle. And I remember thinking it was like the funniest thing I had ever. Like, I was like, oh, my God, they put a commercial in a movie. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I remember like, thinking, like, wait, is, like, rice a specific San Francisco thing? Like, what? Do they, like, so. like rice a lot? That's fine, I mean, I maybe guess. roni is didn't... something specific. <laughs> yeah, what's the other part of it i mean i truly didn't know if it was a side dish or a main dish i don't know or anything i still don't know i don't either i think it depends on what kind of meal you want true i do believe in college i've had some rice aroni dinners i yeah. mean is it like like so occasionally i'll make the kids hamburger helper because whatever it's like i'm pretending like it's homemade but um, it's really easy. Is it like that? That's kind what I imagine. I remember there being so. like, like, don't you like toast some of it dry? Like you pour yeah, in. Yeah, you like the, saute the rice the, and then. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Add the seasoning. And then you add the seasoning and some liquid and stuff. So let's just call it a pilaf, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's more or less what it is. <laughs> well, there's cool. a there's a pasta like right half of oh, yeah, pasta yeah, right, rice and rice and vermicelli because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's the roni <laughs> vermicelli is roni well it would take some liberties with it but it's it's you know right roni-esque so if i googled what does rice roni mean <laughs> good luck rice vermicelli pasta and seasonings yeah i think it's the vermicelli that you like toast before you add the other stuff. I don't know. What is the story? No. Oh, why is it called pasta roni? Well, because it has pasta in it. Come on. I want to know roni. Okay, never mind. This cannot be solved. Nope. We'll just we'll get the research department on it. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yep. Google does not know what I want on this one. <laughs> it's like very confused. It thinks I want to learn about rice roni, the product. No, I just want to learn about one of the components of it. What is the roni? <laughs> We know what rice is. What's the uh and the roni? I mean, I will stipulate the uh, but I just really need to oh. know about this roni. Uh, an NPR article from 2008. Who'd ever heard of rice and macaroni being together? <gasps> oh, but it's so not it macaroni. Yeah, but whatever. There's no cheese. There's no elbows or shells. I think macaroni is just the noodle, so hmm. I think it's slang for any kind of pasta noodle. That would be my guess. They're taking hmm. liberties with the art of pasta. They're taking making. liberties with with the art of food. They're, make, they're taking <laughs> liberties with what you should eat when you make rice yeah, roni. they really are. True. I bet there's some some sodium in that product that I don't want to think about. Yes. All right. Well, maybe we should set aside the rice roni talk and move move on with jingles and circle back to Hillary because now now we have some current jingles yes yeah. not yeah like current ish current ish like it, there's a very like childhood and then I was like not childhood so this is yes. the not mm-hmm. childhood mm-hmm. portion yes okay so sadly i mean obviously i don't watch you know as you were saying Anne, like i don't watch as many saturday morning cartoons so it's not like just things being advertised to me constantly um but i do feel like and we we kind of all talk about it they're fucking insurance companies like yep. why are insurance companies so why do they spend so much money on advertising and why are they so catchy and why do we see them all the time? Anyway, so that's my first one is maybe, maybe we should all go through and give our insurance company. Yeah. One. Yes. We yeah, each let's have just, one. I, yeah. I have two, um, which is pitiful. Well, the first one is nationwide is on your side. Yeah. And it's funny cause Bobby also has it, but he says his is specific to a certain person. Mine is specific. You know, when they started getting like, um, um, like different musicians to do them. Mine yep. is um, Leslie Odom Jr. does one. And I'm oh like, mm, so, <laughs> this sounds good. Um, but yeah, that's mine. Nationwide Weezer covered a- one of them. I don't remember which, but it might have been that one. Um, I th- yeah, I think covered. How long was the cover? It was just that. <laughs> that's oh. all it was. Yeah. Uh, but well, mine's very Peyton identifiably Manning Weezer. So. Yeah. Singing. 
chicken parm you taste so good to the same theme. <laughs> and the chicken fa- parm you taste so good. Right. The fact that those notes, the fact that that little that little single line of melody has become so ubiquitous that they can have him do that, and you still know it's a nationwide commercial. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's totally true. Um, <sighs> yeah, Meredith, you do your entrance. Do I have? Okay. Yeah. Um, farmers insurance. We are farmers. See, we all know it. <laughs> I didn't want to, but I had to. Uh, um, yeah. And then Anne. Uh, liberty, 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 liberty. That's the one that I like the least in this. Like, I found that I couldn't leave it off because my brain. Yeah. But this is definitely more of like what we were saying at the beginning like this is a tag rather than yes. a jingle yeah right yeah but it, yeah it it demands to be included so like and speaking yes. of mike that's another one that i think he was really irritated by <laughs> because not even it's just trying. the word over and over and over <laughs> like I, but, wow good job guys i put parenthetically here i'll take the ostrich I don't mind the ostrich. <laughs> yeah. The Liberty yeah. Mutual commercials. Yeah. Like that particular um, storyline of commercial. <laughs> I guess we call it an ad campaign ad. Uh, um, yeah. I, I don't mind the ostrich or the emu. No, wait, that's yes. Lemu. Is that a different company? But is that? No. Lemu. Lemu, no, Lemu. Lemu means yeah. Liberty Mutual, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the yeah, colors yeah, yeah. and everything. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I won't yeah. take the ostrich. I'll take the emu. We can leave it the dumb partner with the mustache. We're not talking about flow. There's no progressive jingle. So no, we're not including I, There her. really should be. It's kind of yeah. shocking that they have such a successful spokesperson, but no jingle. That's true. Yeah. I was thinking about yeah. her the other day. Like, how long has that ad campaign, not to get too into the weeds, but... That, that those flow commercials have to be 15 years old totally At totally least, yeah like how is she yeah. still doing them and good for her good i mean this her. is i i feel like i feel two ways about it is one she can never ever get another job right. because she's flow from the progressive nope. commercials but also she's probably made so much money doing right. that I, like, I don't think when you go into acting and you want to like feed your muse or whatever <laughs> you imagine being locked into insurance commercials for your entire career but you know yes she's making a living yeah stephanie stephanie courtney mm-hmm. oh. television and radio commercials for progressive beginning in 2008 oh wow. yeah. Wow. yeah 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 15 years dang I stephanie mean, courtney two first names good for her the only yeah. thing that she has in her favor not the only thing but the thing she has in her favor is the wig and the lipstick Yes, could conceivably yes. just go away, and maybe yeah. she probably looks totally she different. Flowish, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and then to round out um, yeah. the the insurance, it's um, like a good neighbor. State Farm is there, though. I will say, State Farm now is being. Um, like that song still exists, and it, you know, I think everybody knows it. But like my kids now, it's just. If anybody is named Jake, oh, they're boy. like oh, from State Farm. Everybody is. Oh, if you're named Jake, you're from straight State Farm. So you know. why did they go back Great. to that? Well, I mean, I'm like, it's Jake from State Farm, but he's black. Like, you know, <laughs> what, what are we doing? It, and now that's Jake's actually from... what that's what that spot's actually called. If you go to iSpot, look it up. <laughs> Jake from State Farm, parenthetically, but he's black. Good job, State Farm. Um, 
Yeah, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> but to move off of those, because they are omnipresent, but um, I just, for whatever reason, the first thing, and I don't really like any of these, and I don't like the jewelry. I think it's ugly, but every kiss begins with K. It's like, especially starting now, if you watch TV, because yeah, it'll be like holidays. the Christmas. Yep. I don't know. I don't know if they are the ones that do the chocolate diamonds, which I is disgusting. You don't have to clarify that you don't like the product. I really hope that, <laughs> that none of these qualify as an endorsement by us. I know. Because they really don't. I, I, mean, I would like to just say I did buy the only not ugly engagement ring from K Jeweler. Hey, listen. And it was a challenge because yeah. it really is the only style they had that was not. <laughs> you got to sit for, through all the crap and all less. Yep. Hillary said the chocolate diamonds. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the triumph of marketing there. And you like the Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman's collection. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the open it's... heart collection, you mean? <laughs> yeah. They're like tainted diamonds. They're like yeah, ugly like diamonds said, that no one else wants. They're chocolate. I got the open heart collection. The only... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm actually angry at you for putting this on the list, Hillary, because I hate it so much. I know. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Every, every kiss begins with K is such, first yeah, of really all, sucks. it's stupid. Um, yes. And it, it's so smarmy. It just makes <laughs> me want to strangle a puppy. <laughs> but it's true, which is what hurts. Yes. Because it really does. Gross. It does begin with Gross. <laughs> Um, yeah, and speaking Meredith. of people that I'm mad at for what they put on this list, <laughs> after I made myself not put it on Meredith, you went ahead and did it. <laughs> 858 to 300 Empire today. And we that Empire is out of tune, and I don't like it. Sorry. It really is. It really does. Like, you're like, what's going on with the audio track? Yeah, they're singing this? it in like a, a chord, but it all it all the notes suck. Somehow. It's like they had two tracks and they were just slightly <laughs> off and they put them together. Yeah, it's not natural. None of it is. Nope. <laughs> it still natural. sucks. <laughs> yeah. So the Empire Today flooring company, I, you know. That is a company I would never call. Like, ever. No. I would never, 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 no. never, never call. Yeah. It Me just neither, is so but- skeezy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. but it's stuck in my head. That's, that, that's why I had to choose it. It was like, well, <laughs> this is... So I, I, don't, I don't watch commercials because everything we do is on streaming without commercials and, and or stolen from the internet without commercials. <laughs> so like, I don't <laughs> have to subject myself, but somehow I still get exposed to this one. Yep. I don't know why, yep. but it's still there. Yep. It remains... It remains. Yeah. Oof. And then, shall I keep going? Or are yeah. We... yeah. Just do the last one. Um. Uh. Do you remember? Uh. It's a whistle, and I can't. I can't. Well, I can whistle, but I don't want to. It's do 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 do. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. 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 The old. Oh spice. yes. Yes little ditty doot, doot. or yeah. whatever so now they have like you know centaur hot men on the beach <laughs> or whatever but it used to be just that um so that's the old spice song that also gets stuck in my head that's yep. been around forever because yeah i did a project once about 
oh, sort of the advent of radio and radio and like in the 20s and 30s. And I actually found a cassette tape at the library that had a whole bunch of old commercials on them. And the old Spice Ooh. Jingle was on there. Really? Wow. And it's the same song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So That's they've really nuts. made that work. Yeah. Years. I don't think it was from the 20s and 30s. I think it was probably from the 50s. But, but still. Mm-hmm. I was in high school. So close yeah. enough. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. All right, Bobby. Take us into the present for your... So, you yeah, have a I, problem I with picked, Burger King? I picked two very contemporary currently <laughs> running ones here. Uh, the first is... I, I love Burger King as an occasional garbage food stop, but the constant reworking of their da 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 and I'm not going to bother singing lyrics because they change every commercial, but they have really locked in on that theme, and it is the ultimate earworm. I mean, it's taking over. It's everywhere. Creepy like the Burger King himself. Right. He's so creepy. Yeah, you remember yeah. that whole series of commercials where like he'd just be standing there or like were there <laughs> yes, ones where he yeah. like you'd wake up and he was in the bed? Do you yes. remember the ones where it, well, is he still the battery cuz I don't watch commercials anymore. Is he still like the energizer battery guy? Remember that when he was like oh. had that weird scary mask on? No. No. Oh, I think we've repressed boy. that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, so yeah, they're going into that full like '70s look and vibe, and it's it's cool. But that commercial just it's everywhere, and some of it is, you know, it's also what we watch. So what yeah. do we watch? We watch a lot of football, right? Yeah, we watch a lot yeah. of local news, and we watch a lot of garbage old people TV. <laughs> and so, similarly, the other ad that we're getting so much of is for this type 2 diabetes pill (laughs) Jardians no and it's a 60 second musical it's been out for a while now I think Um, but it's this this woman who's a protagonist in what is clearly a film set or a movie you know like a musical set because at one point they actually cut back and show her in wardrobe picking out her next dress and then she's back in the scene but it's a little BTS of a musical yeah, and it starts with, I have type 2 diabetes, but I manage it well. And then it goes into Jardians is really, like the, the tagline in the song is Jardians is really swell. The little pill with the big story to tell. Hmm. But the whole thing is written like a full musical. Like the whole song has a full set of lyrics for 60 seconds. <laughs> and it's during football and you can't get away. <laughs> it's during football. It's during, yeah, uh, like cozy TV of reruns of... Uh, not murder sure which one is are we getting oh um x files randomly too oh yeah those cozy Um, cozy murder mysteries the x files if you're not familiar with the jardians commercial you should take 60 seconds and go but i don't want to i know (laughs) i looked it up and so the woman is not thin well you can't you you can't in the diabetes ads and there's a lot of singing and dancing and a lot of background dancers and actors and they are also not people then. who look like they are managing type 2 diabetes. Not all of them, but some of them. And she must have been fat shamed because all the articles when you search for this are like, this actress is clapping back and oh, whatever. Gosh. Right. Yeah. So um, did, if I didn't put a link in the show sheet to this one, oh, I didn't. Here, hang on a second. I have it up. This one is like, it's it's really snazzy musically sounding. 
I can't do it justice. I can't sing it. I haven't seen it's... it. I think I get most of my ads watching YouTube stuff, and they would never do a full 60-second ad on YouTube that you can't skip. Skip, yeah. Have, right. I think 15 or 20 is probably the max ad length they run, so I haven't seen it. But can we just talk for a minute about stuff like Oh, 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 Zampic. Oh, Zampic. Oh, and God. Like, it seems like all the drug commercials seem to be parodies of like well-known boomer hits at this yes. point. Yep. Well, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I had another one today I was thinking about. They're all like that. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah I watch a lot one. more terrestrial TV than you guys do, so... And I don't watch that much TV, but it's just the the concentration of it that I do watch still has commercials in it. Even though we could get all these same shows without commercials, but <laughs> yeah, it's Ozempic. There was another one that I was. Oh, it'll come back to me. And of course, this is the thirty seconds of joy before they tell you it's going to destroy your insides, right? And keep you on the toilet twenty hours a day. And... Well, the, the, I mean, we said we weren't going to talk about commercials. We're only talking about jingles. But I will say, I don't understand drug ads because they never tell you what the drugs are for no they ever. say talk right. to your doctor to see if you know zeljans right is right for you and i'm like i don't know what the fuck does zeljans do like you just go okay. into your doctor with a list of drugs and be like is this anything <laughs> is this anything i'm i'm sending a couple seconds of this guardian song down the microphone hang I on type two diabetes but i manage it well it's a little pill with a big story to tell Take one daily Johnny and at each day starts. That's a mailman doing this. Yeah. diabetes and known heart disease. Johnny's can lower the risk of cardiovascular. Ketoacidosis. And then they freeze, like the end of a musical number. Of course. It's, yeah, it's freeze a whole, frame. It's a whole... So we have two kinds of listeners. Listeners who are going to be very familiar with that commercial and hate me for playing it. And listeners who have no idea what the fuck I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I don't. I have to say. I've never I've, seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it, but I haven't, like... It hasn't embedded itself in my brain. You're not but, excited about controlling your A1C? I'm not. I mean, you know, It doesn't you know, make you dance. I mean, it would, I guess, but I don't, not, not so far. <laughs> well, and I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at these Burger King um, photos that Meredith and Slack. <laughs> well, also Primus. Like, so, remember Winona's Big Brown Beaver video that, no. that uses the same masks? No, mm, well, no, I don't remember and I don't you, want to. So this family with the freaky faces, are those masks or is that an effect or is that makeup? I don't know what any of that is. I think I, it's got to be a mask. Otherwise, what are these people? I don't know. I think it might be makeup. That's what I'm thinking. Oh. Yeah. I think it's like prosthetics and makeup. That's crazy. Their hair is not real. <laughs> Oh, it's so creepy. I don't want to look at it anymore. No, no, no. Yeah, cooking away. Gross, 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 gross. Oh, nightmares. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to close us out with two real good ones. Yep. yep. Um, 
The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. And I don't have to sing the rest of that because, yeah. um, like Bobby was saying before about what other commercial, the Burger King, like this was different every time. Yes. Um, the verses um, for you know, whatever, whoever, they went through a whole period with Folgers where it was like different people from different walks of life, right? Wasn't there like the people, the girl who is going to the dance studio? And and I personally am very <laughs> partial to the Rockapella version of, course, of right. the Folgers of course. song. I like, oh, yeah. you know, oh, I like a good I acapella to, one. Mm-hmm. I, I meant to put the Cool Whip commercial on here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, well. But the jingle itself is super catchy. Yes. And um, lives on in my brain. Now, let's talk about the incest commercial. (laughs) (sighs) Meredith, you have have a take on the incest, on the Folgers incest commercial. Do we need to describe this for people? Do we need to describe this for my mom? I think we do. Yep. So this is the commercial that they play every Christmas. Well, they haven't played it in a while for Folgers, where the girl is waiting at Christmas night, Christmas Eve night, and then early in the morning, her big brother comes home, and they're overjoyed to see each other, and they have coffee. And that's the commercial, right? That sounds no, so think... wholesome and nice. <laughs> right, but I, th- I think you're missing an important uh, element of this, mm-hmm. which is the part where... She's sitting on the kitchen counter, and he's pouring the coffee, mm-hmm. and something about not having a present. She has a present for him, and he doesn't have a present for no, her. No, he has a present he for has her. He has a present for her. Oh, that's and... it. And, and she goes, it's okay. You're my present. And she sticks the bow on his chest. Yep. All right. Now, Meredith, you say that you have something to say. He says, finally, real coffee. <laughs> he also says... Long way from West Africa. You know where they grow really fucking amazing coffee? West Africa. But Shut up, of... you white asshole. <laughs> yes. Is it one of those situations where the people that grow it never ever actually get to partake in it? Because Probably. I know, I know there's chocolate companies like in, in Northern Africa, in South America, where like one of the chocolate companies that I like went and like paired with farmers down there and actually taught them how to roast coffee beans and what or coffee beans, chocolate beans and what to look for because they had never been able to know what they're supposed to be growing before. Mm -hmm. So maybe look, I mean like I'm bending over backwards here. Ethiopia. Like I know that a lot of those company or, or countries are on the east coast of africa but i can't imagine in the west coast that you're just like well, well i guess very, i like i gotta oh. drink garbage water <laughs> well, but, and also like i'm sorry <clears throat> it's not like vultures is some like great right like, wow this is like, exactly. the best coffee the, the, it's the contrast that really offends me it's like guys, anything you get in africa west is better than vultures. <laughs> break <laughs> That's my hot take. All right, that is Shut a very up, that is a very different hot take because I thought we were going to talk about the incest, and my hot well, take is what is no. wrong with you people? The only way there's any kind of incest context in that commercial is if you make it so in your dirty, dirty minds. It is a no. very sweet commercial. They have. It is. She adores her big brother, chemistry. and he's been in West Africa <laughs> drinking shit coffee for God knows how long. And finally, he sounds home like a him problem. She wanted. <laughs> he comes it's, home, and he's like, 
She's putting the bow on his chest. She's sitting on the counter like she's going to wrap her legs around him. Yeah, what kind of weirdo erotic Hillary's Horny Corner novels do you guys read? I I think the setup is... I don't get that read at all from it, and I never have. The Wikipedia article for this this ad, which is called Coming Home, (laughs) uh, with... Specifically says, commonly referred to by unofficial titles, such as Folger's Incest Dad or the Folger's, quote, brother and sister commercial. Uh, It's not just me. It's not the brothers and sister do it commercial. It's technically, it is a brother and sister in the commercial. It's a brother and sister foreplay commercial. They may as well be doing it as soon as the parents give him a hug. The, the like setup is fine like that is fine it was like when I was watching Brad Pitt and his daughter in Moneyball there was this like sexual <laughs> chemistry that is going on there like they seem attracted to each other they not. do like, my, not they do when my brother came home from college I wasn't like you are my present like that was it was like who oh, is that excited <laughs> no come on nobody with a big brother is like so psyched to see them you're like okay you're gonna you know give me a noogie and i like seeing my little get me in trouble yes but i've seen you interact with your i've seen you interact with your little brother and there is i've never like sexual tension is palpable here like no is this a big brother little brother thing though because i I have a big brother and i would never in a million years react to him like this (laughs) no Never. Yeah, I would never be like you're my present. Your brother was an asshole when you were growing up. Yeah, because he's a big brother. I think all big brothers are assholes. Yeah, kind of assholes. The commercial inspired multiple works of fan fiction collectively referred to as Folgers. Gross, gross. Gross. But I also think that in this particular instance it's clear that he's quite a lot older than her. So she's just like the little kid who idolizes her big brother. Yeah, yeah, my I brother's a, five years older than me. He my brother's was an 11 years awful and... person. <laughs> I hated <Love> you, him. <laughs> no. It well, grosses me out. I don't like it. I think it's sweet. <laughs> um, but the, the, it Not that I think that sibling incest is sweet. <laughs> I think there's no incest. No incest, uh, no incest. You're the incest. Um, <laughs> but wait, Anne. Yeah. I have to say that I'm the most mad at you for stealing this one because this is the first one that came <laughs> to my mind. Not Folgers, but. Because I actually sat here and wrote it in the run sheet directly after we got off the Jambo call on <laughs> Tuesday night. I mean, this is the first round draft pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Saved no. for last. Chili's baby back ribs. Chili's baby back ribs. Barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce. Yeah, I need Bobby to do the barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah. I can't get there. <laughs> barbecue sauce. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Which oh, is another so good. another acapella treat. Yep. So mm-hmm. as a singer, I like to be able to sing the harmony along with it. And there's a whole like a, a, a breakdown section on the long yep. commercial where they do the do 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 do's and everything. Mm-hmm. It is so catchy. I got my baby back ribs. <laughs> Like, I just posted in the Slack. There is a behind-the-scenes Chili Baby Back Ribs recording, and it's, it's amazing. It's, it's so such good. a good song. It's so good, and they're like so. They're 
they're as excited and they're just they're they're perfect. They're exactly what you want them to be. So yeah, they're theater check kids. It out. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. But I, up until that point, like I knew that there was a dish called ribs, but the idea of baby back ribs was completely foreign to me. What and I don't know mean? that I've had baby back ribs that many, probably mostly at Chili's this is where I've had yeah. them because yeah. it's so like such an indelible connection. Is it yep. baby pigs? Because if it is, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't really see the difference between baby pigs and adult pigs as far as eating them goes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it's a good one. And baby back ribs. Unlike Empire uh, carpets or whatever, I actually do want to go to Chili's a lot of times. Okay, Meredith. It works. Mm -hmm. The upper ribs are called baby back ribs because they are shorter in relation to the bigger spare ribs, not because they're from a baby pig. Oh, good, good, good. Okay. Yeah, but nobody's ever been like, give me those grown ass ribs, grown ass ribs, grown ass ribs. Like, old ribs. Doesn't work with any other ribs. It doesn't. It doesn't. Who wrote Baby Backer? Who wrote that jam? Probably Justin Timberlake. (laughs) No. No, not who wrote Baby Shark. (laughs) Written by Guy Bomarito an advertising Ooh. creative director at GSDNM who oh, thought yeah. the tune would be quote gone after 6 weeks rather <laughs> than have the staying power of nearly 30 years. Lol. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, from abc7chicago.com, Chili's hires boys to men to sing new version of iconic baby oh. back reds jingo. Ooh. I am here for this. Totally. Little Motown Philly. Let's mm-hmm. go. Very cool. Cheese whiz. <laughs> I like. I know that we have to like wrap up, but like, there's still so many more. Like, oh, oh, O'Reilly. Like, oh, we sing that God. all the time oh, yeah. in my house. Yep. Um, oh, and every every twins game I ever listened to, I heard the <laughs> O'Reilly's Auto Parts song 47 times. We didn't talk about the Coke song, except that I mentioned it a little bit Mm -hmm. in the intro. Like, that's always, like, that's on, like, every number one list. Kit Kat was on my list originally, but I cut it for time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of these will get mentioned. Well, you know, we like to zig when the big websites like to zag on their Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I guess what's left then is to ask the question of the week. And that one is, what's the jingle that lives on in your brain? After 30 years, 40 years, 10 years, (laughs) you saw it yesterday. What is it that you want to bring to our attention? So we can be like, God damn it. (laughs) It's back again. It's going to be all of next week's show. (sighs) Yeah, there's going to be some material. There's going to be some content generated from this one. For but all right, sure. we are running long. Imagine. Yeah. So, Hillary, why don't you recommend something for us? <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to recommend a podcast. Caveat, I don't love the... Um, he seems like a nice guy. I, he's a little too practiced, the guy that is the narrator 
Um, but it's the wedding scammer. It's a ringer podcast. Um, and it's about this guy who's just like a scammer, but it's kind of a little bit more lighthearted than like the ones that really like fuck people over. But when the guys, I was like, Oh, listen to it. And it really sounded like the guy he's describing and it's not over yet there. I think there's one more episode. The guy he's describing sounds like the guy I worked for in LA who was like totally scamming everybody. And I'm like, is this the same guy? Like, and this person keeps changing his name. Anyway, it's really fun. And it's like a good, I don't know, like when I'm cooking dinner, it's kind of a fun podcast to listen to because it's really light and sort of enthralling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, The Wedding Scammer. Bobby? Okay. I'm wondering if before we go, just because we got time on our hands here, should we announce the next Tishi Book Club book? Oh, that's a oh, good yeah. idea. Yes. We yeah. should have probably done this done it an up hour and 35 minutes ago. Yeah. Yes. Oops. So in a couple of weeks, a few weeks. Yeah. Week it's a point Did in we say the future. week after Thanksgiving? After or, Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we will be discussing uh, the book Small Town Big Magic by Hazel Beck. Recommended S- to us. Was it Carolyn yes. who recommended yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Small Town Big Magic by Hazel Beck. Um, I'm not even pretending to try to read this one. I'm listening to it on Audible. and That counts as reading for the millionth time. No, I, I know, time. but I, I usually try to force myself to have some like <laughs> It's reading control with time your reading ears. It's ear reading, versus... yeah. not eye <laughs> yes. reading. But it's a kind of reading that I can safely do well, say, driving, mm-hmm. which I yes. struggle with the Kindle while driving. So um, <laughs> it is available that way. And, and I will say I'm enjoying it uh, as an audiobook. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't want to... I don't want to give anything away beyond that. I, but it's working as an audiobook for me. Not every book does. So there you go. Yep. It's described as us. a witchy romantic comedy. It goes down <laughs> yes. easy. Let's let's put it that way. Like it apparently sure I haven't started it, but I'm excited. <laughs> so oh. uh, yes, join us there. And other ways you can get involved. You can find the show at this show has everything.com. Most importantly, you can join the Facebook group. The show has everything where we comment on everything from pizza to jingles to whatever else is going on in our lives. You can email the show at tshishow at gmail.com. You can also send your voice memos there, which is our favorite. Sing a we jingle. We just got an email from, yes, oh yes, yeah. sing your jingles. Absolutely. Please. Uh, we just got a, an email from Bob Stein as we're wrapping up recording, but because we're about to hit the two-hour mark, I think we have to save it because it's long. Yeah, yeah. So we'll push that to next week. The AOL keyword is Tishi. And until then, thank you for joining us. That was not nearly everything no. about commercial jingles. Oh, my no. goodness. No. No.
me, fella. Look here. Seagram's Golden Wine Cooler. Seagram's Golden Wine Cooler. It's wet and it's dry. Golden Wine Cooler. My, 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 my. It's wet and it's dry!